If you want to rank my Beatles, you got to get with my friends. Ranking lots of Beatles. Friendship never ends. Oh. Yep. We took it <laughs> across the pond to the uh, Back in time. Cool Britannia, to the Mighty Mighty Spice Girls. Yeah. Because why not? Why not? Why not? Hi, everybody. Welcome to another fun-filled episode of Ranking the Beatles, episode 41. Man. Can't believe you've done more than forty of these things. I can. <laughs> <laughs> You're a trooper, my dear. I know. You're a trooper. Uh, for those of you who have not listened to us before, my name is Jonathan, and I'm Julia, and we host this show, wherein uh, I ranked 223 songs recorded and released by the Beatles in my own personal order of preference. And every week, we talk about a new song with a different guest, see what makes the song tick or not tick. And, uh, yeah, that's the long and short of what we do. Hope everybody is having a good week. Uh, as we record today, it's, uh, it's March 10th and in Beetle world, everyone's excited because Paul is sending out all these dice to people again, uh, like he did before McCartney three, they were sending out dice with just the three, uh, dots on them, hmm. but now they're sending out new colors of dice with different names on them, like Beck and St. Vincent and yeah. Pac and different people because uh, they're doing a McCartney 3 reimagining album of covers of songs from McCartney 3 by St. Vincent and Beck and Josh Homme from Queens of the Stone Age and Anderson Pac. Uh, so that is coming out at some point soon. So that should be interesting. How do you get dice? You got to just be cool. Um, I don't know how yeah. they do it. I think they looked at like you know, accounts on that were active on YouTube and things like that. And, influencers. Yeah, Beatle influencers. Um, hello. <laughs> Psh, you, obviously, <laughs> your algorithm is broken. We are Beatle influencers. This is, yeah. I can't even say that with the straight face. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So, needless to say, we ain't got no dice, but that's okay. That's fine. We don't need them. We got other stuff that we I can. I mean, I'd be happy to accept them. Sure. It'd be cool if you want to send them, but it's okay, Paul. We get it. Look, we're, all, we're all busy. Our, if you just answer the mail is weird. It if you got just lost. answer like the lingering questions about who played drums on what was the song, um, the Ringo song. Oh, don't pass me by. If you will just yeah. answer the lingering questions about who played drums on "Don't Pass Me By." Yeah, and there was one other. I forget what it was. Uh, what was I don't the other know. There's, there's mysteries abound with this band. Okay, I feel like just just the drums. Just give us the drums. Yeah, if you could just work out a few of these things for us, that'd be cool. Yeah. We'll, we'll take it. We'll take a pass on the dice. Yeah. But <laughs> it's okay. Assuming that we don't get any dice, we're just going to keep on rolling. That's mm -hmm. what we do here at RTB headquarters. Just keep on keeping on. So today, friends, we've got a really cool show for you. Uh, our guest today Hail from Miami Beach, Florida, where, of course, the Beatles made their second appearance on The Ed Sullivan Show in February of 1964. They've been a band uh, for three years with a focus on local venues, fairs, and charitable events, uh, mostly raising money for their schools. They are the world's youngest Beatles cover band, which is a pretty cool claim, uh, if you ask me, as a guy who's in your typical late 30s Beatles cover band. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's super, super cool. Uh, they recently took part in the Miami Beach Youth Music Festival, uh, which was going to be an in-person festival, turned uh, virtual, obviously, uh, but super, super cool for them. Uh, they reached out to us via Instagram a while ago. And, uh, you know, being, you know, having been a young up-and-coming musician myself at one point, uh, trying to get my name and my music out there, uh, I couldn't help but feel the duty and obligation to do whatever I could to uh, help these young folk out. I love it. Yeah. Now I feel like a true old man helping out the youngsters. <laughs> the youths. Hello, youths. <laughs> fellow children. So that said, let's bring them on then. Uh, friends, welcome to the show, The Sunset Four.
Welcome to the show, everybody. How are we today? We are good. We are good. Excellent. Uh, go ahead, and if you would, please introduce yourselves uh, for our listeners so they know who you are. Hey, I'm Evangeline Lyons. I'm Zoe. Lyons. Zoe Lyons. <laughs> what do you do? And I'm the lead singer. And I'm the lead drummer. Born. <laughs> um, I'm Warren yes. Bromley, and I play the bass guitar. And I'm Oliver Lee and I play the lead guitar, and I, um, I'm acting. Awesome. Very cool. And so y'all have been together for three years, is that right? Yeah, three yes. years. Yeah, three since, years. Yeah, since 20, yeah, 2018. Wow. Yeah. And now, how old is everybody? Because the, the bio I have says 11. Is that up to date? Is that true? Um, right no, now we're all, we're all 12. We're all 12. So y'all started this at nine years old. Yes. Mm-hmm. Whoa. That's bonkers. Yeah. So, so I got to ask, how did uh, how did you guys get the band together? How did this get started? Okay. I'm, I'm going to explain this. Okay. Um, so one day, this well, we, so one day we were, me and two of my friends were walking and um, we were like walking on Windwood, and we found this rusty screw on the ground, and we we decided we, like, me and my dad and my friends decided we we're gonna make a band. So our first band was called the Rusty Screw, and <laughs> and because it was a rusty screw, and so then we so we we um we started that, and it was, it was just like a fun little thing that we had, like for like. Wait, and yeah, so it was like. It was just like that the first band was like just as fun. Mm-hmm. And then I was started swimming with Oliver. And then so Oliver, yeah, already had two really good friends with that. Um, was he, they were both really good friends. But then he introduced me to them and then we all started playing as, as a, like just fun. Yeah. 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 So and, then, so then, um, so then we decided like one day that we went like after summer and we wanted to start a real band. So we, we took Evangeline and Zoe because we knew you guys tell them. We went to school together already, but me and Zoe were already, she, since she sings and I play the drums, we already were playing the instruments before. Mm-hmm. But then um, we already knew each other from school because we went to the same school before. And then um, Oliver's dad, Brian, he, like, my mom sent him a video of us, like, singing and playing the drums. And then, like, they asked us to be in a band. And we were in, like, another band at this place called Live Modern Music. So that's where I started singing. That's where she learned the drums. And then from school, that's basically how we all found out about each other. That's yeah, so awesome. then we, we didn't originally start as a cover band, but then we, like, got into, like, like we started with, like, simple songs, like, Valerie, um, Twist and Shout, What's Up, and then we did, um, what's it called? Beatles? Yeah, and then we started doing Beatles songs. And it worked out a lot. It was, we were doing really well with Beatles, so. Yeah. When, yeah. you, when you say what's up do you mean the four non blonde song what's up yeah that yeah. One. nice that <laughs> very cool yeah you know i think it's so great people love the beatles like you can easily go to any sort of gathering of people like a festival or something and people will find something that they love like you will make people happy whether they're young or old or like anywhere on any kind of a spectrum like they love the Beatles and they'll have a good time. It's like, it's the best like crowd pleasing music. It just mm-hmm. brings people joy. I yeah. love it. It's so fun. Like I, I've been in bands since I was probably 14 and I've been a Beatles fan since well before then. And only in the last maybe five years have I like found myself in like a Beatles cover band. Um, but it's so much fun and it's always fun to see like, you know, Right now, because of COVID, like we can't play at festivals or fairs or like regular venues. So what we do is play on like porches in different neighborhoods and we get like, you know, the crowd will always be every, you know, every age from, you know, five up to 95. So it's always fun to do that. Um, How did what what made you choose to play Beatle music? Like, were you all fans of the Beatles before this? Well, yeah, so it really is really my dad. My dad's a really, really big Beatles fan. He he has he has two. Um, what is, what's the bass that Paul plays? The Hoffner. Yeah, he has two. We have two Hoffner basses. Nice. Uh, wow. Backer John Lennon played the drum set that they had. My dad got the drum set actually when he was, he was like ten or eleven for his birthday. Still use it. He's, we still use it. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and we have 
George Harrison's, uh, I don't know what it's called. Guitar. Yeah, we guitar. have George Harrison's guitar. Nice. So y'all keep it like visually legit on the instruments. Yeah, we have a whole lunch boxes too. <laughs> we, have, we, have like about, we have about like like to hundred records of Beatles. Like yeah. right up next, on the shelf right here. That's awesome. And, yeah, I saw um your dad sent me a video of y'all doing uh Revolution and yeah. uh I saw that one of y'all one of you were playing the Epiphone Casino, which I've got one right there behind me actually. That's my favorite guitar, is that one. Um Yeah. So then so then let me ask you, um, you know, individually uh, everybody you know take take a second to answer this um what was your first uh impression of the beatles when was what was the first time you heard the beatles and what did you think you guys can say okay that. so basically i already knew about the beatles but in second grade at our school that we all went to um they do like a, every month every once a month well, every <laughs> year we do like a beatles month so we read a book about the beatles and then ryan oliver's dad one time, actually brought in a fit like a fake Beatles band and the Beatles cover band. Beatles cover band, and then we all heard it, and then that's basically my our most memorable part of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I played for them. Um, my first impression of the Beatles, I don't really know because I've just I've been listening to the Beatles my whole life. Mm-hmm. Like my dad, like my sister, my sister, like she was she was born on October eighth. And my dad was hoping so much that she would be born on October 9th, but it just didn't happen. Uh, this is so they can share John's birthday. <laughs> That's awesome. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and how about you, Warren? Yeah. What was your first time that you heard the and Beatles? My first time, yeah. Like, uh, what Zoe and Evangeline said, like, I'm just a grade higher than them. So then I played, I started, I, uh, there's like this book that you read about all the Beatles. And I read about it. And then one day, um, I was at Oliver's house, and then I already knew, and he was like, hey, Warren, like, do you know what the Beatles are? And they were asking, and, like, we used to play, like, a lot of Guns N' Roses also. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, really also really good fan is Beatles. And I was like, what is that? And he, and he, and I, I remember reading about it, and then he showed me a song, and then we just started playing from there. Nice. Do you remember what song it was, the first song that you guys played together? I think, like, first, yeah, first and shout. really good, yeah, the first that song that we really yeah, played was, like, sure. just Everybody's first song is Shout. <laughs> Yeah. What uh? Yeah. What other kind of music do you all like aside from the Beatles? I'm sure that's not the only thing that you listen to. Yeah, Guns and Roses. Zoe really likes. Uh, I really like Amy Winehouse. Nice. She likes One Direction. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she really, really. Likes okay. Yes. Yeah. 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 Like what you um, like. There's no no harm in that. Nope. To play, I probably like Guns and Roses. They have like really good drums in it. That's mm-hmm. like. Yeah. I, that's probably my favorite song to like music band to play. Nice. And what do, uh, what do your friends think about, about y'all playing in a, a Beatles cover band? My friends think it's really cool. Yeah. Like I'd be walking to like one of my classes and they'll be like, Oh my God, Oliver, I saw your video. And like one of my classes. Harrison <laughs> <laughs> actually, I was, I was in one of my, I was in one of my classes in history or social studies, whatever you call it. And, <laughs> And um, what's it called? And we <laughs> we were like talking about music or something, cause like our our so our, our teacher always like he always like like if like somebody does something like I don't know wrong or something, he always like make a song like make a song about it or like play a song. Mm-hmm. And then we just like came up with the idea of, like playing a live video, cause somebody mentioned it, and then they just started playing it. And it was just the most weirdest thing ever. <laughs> he didn't think, <laughs> but everybody. They really liked it. Yeah, they're really supportive. Yeah. Because we go to a different school than they go to. Because, mm-hmm. like, it's middle school now, right? So, at our school, everybody's – they're really supportive about it. Because a lot of them didn't know about it till in the beginning. In the beginning because, you know, middle school is, like, older grades, and none of them really knew about it. Mm-hmm. So, now they, now most of them know about it, and they're really supportive about it. Nice. It's really- Being of the an older generation than, than y'all, when I was your age – a lot there were a lot of kids in bands a lot of different bands um but i feel like that's maybe not so much the case these days there's maybe not as many young bands would you say that's that's true yeah. yeah now a lot of people do more sports and stuff rather i don't i mean i wasn't yeah. like alive then so i wouldn't really know <laughs> i couldn't really know yeah, yeah but like, yeah I, I, all i know is like a lot less kids do i know a lot of kids in our school like do a lot 
like, yeah. like band as their elective and stuff, but I've never like outside of school. No, there's not really a lot of kids that do a band like that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I feel like growing up, like when I was y'all's age, um, I, I feel like most of my friends were musicians and I would always go, you know, like as a teen, go see their bands where they would play. They would do like all ages shows, which were great for us. Mm-hmm. It's so weird to think about not having a bunch of friends that are musicians. I've never been a musician, but <laughs> I always enjoyed having friends that were much more creative than myself. But yeah. it's weird to think about like not having any friends and bands. That's wild. I'm glad you guys are doing it, though. Way to carry the torch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when y'all play shows, your friends come out and they like act all like VIP, like, oh, those are our friends. Excuse us. We're on the guest list. Sorry. They, um, but yeah, they're, re- they're really nice. They're all like really, they're all like really, really happy and excited. They're usually like, yeah, that's basically. And they like the Beatles, too? Um, I, I yeah, I'm pretty sure they don't, they listen to more like, I guess you could say like modern music rather but I think that when we play it they like it just because like we're their friends and they're listening to us play sure no it's so nice to have supportive friends right that's really sweet (laughs) very cool very cool y'all well uh do you want to get into talking about this song today then our song of the week all right so do me a favor then Evangeline since you are the lead drummer which, by the way, it's a fantastic description. Um, if you would please, uh, drum roll. Drumroll. On the table. Drumroll? Coming in this week at number 176 is Thank You Girl. Written in February of 1963, just after their marathon recording session for the Please Please Me album, uh, Thank You Girl started its life as the Beatles' attempt at writing their next single. Uh, Another early example of tunes that John and Paul were writing together uh, while sitting eye to eye in the same room, uh, and this also continued their practice of writing songs with personal pronouns in the title uh, to appeal directly to their fans, the assumption that the girls who were writing them letters would also hear this as like an audio version of them thanking the fans for the letters and support. Um, now, by the time the band entered the studio on March 5th, they decided that the song From Me to You was a better choice for a single, so Thank You Girl became the B-side. Both songs were recorded the same day, uh, with Thank You Girl being captured live in six takes. The band then recorded a further seven takes of just the end of the song to capture Ringo's uncharacteristically busy drum fills. John returned by himself to Abbey Road March 13th to add harmonica to the song. Uh, now, whether it's due to the fact that he'd been sick with a cold that actually caused him to miss a gig the night before, or maybe he was just generally a forgetful person, but he arrived to, re- he arrived to record the harmonica part without bringing his harmonica. Uh, thankfully, another EMI employee, Malcolm Davies, also played the harmonica and lent John his to use for the session. An hour later... Uh, After a sick John had put his slobbery mouth all over the man's harmonica, he returned it to him, not with a thank you, uh, but complaining that it tasted like a sack of potatoes. Now, the track's mono and stereo versions differ in that the stereo version contains more more harmonica parts than the mono version does. Uh, The song was released in Britain as the flip side to From Me to You, uh, and was released in the U.S. on the Capitol album, The Beatles' second album. Uh, it was a feature of their set list from April to August of 1963 while they were promoting that single, and they also taped it a number of times at the BBC throughout that period as well. So, why do I have Thank You Girl at 176? I think this song's a really cool example of the Beatles in their young period as they're starting to kind of find their own sound, while also like their early influence is still really present in the song. Uh, it's got all the features of early Beatle hits, the harmonica, uh, that sounds like it comes out of the song Hey Baby. Uh, John and Paul sharing the lead vocal. Uh, the OO vocal hook is super catchy. Uh, it sounds just like it's straight out of a Buddy Holly song. Um, I've always loved the way that the chorus moves uh, and descends on the All I've Gotta Do part and then kind of explodes where Paul's harmony jumps up on the on the melody. It's really startling and really grabs the uh, the listener's attention. 
you know, one thing I love in Beatles songs is where they leave mistakes in. And there's a few times here where John and Paul are saying different words. Um, like in the bridge, they, there's the lyric, uh, that's the kind of love that seems too good to be true. And I think John is saying seems, but Paul says is, uh, so it doesn't quite work. And that would never fly now with today's like modern production standards, but it's always really fun to hear these kind of little, you know, live in studio mistakes. Um, and they're also learning to kind of play with dynamics. And I think live that really shows on the live versions, uh, when they play the, the OO section, if you listen to like the BBC versions, Ringo really kicks in the drive on his kick drum pedal. And the, you can really hear the energy of the crowd pick up and like the girls screams in those parts of the songs. Uh, it's an early example. I think of them writing really quality songs while trying new things and still figuring out who they are as a band. So that's my two cents. So sunset four, what do you all think of thank you girl? Well, um, you, your dad loves the song, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So Evangeline's dad loves the song. And Zoe, they, they love the song. Uh, personally, I, I like it too. It's, it's really nice. Um, I can say, I like the harmonizing because I actually really like the harmonizing. And then when we do Rito songs, we try to do it too because we, I just, it sounds good. It sounds oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, we just like it. And that's the thing I like most about the song because... And I like uh, I like the harmonica because I, I I played harmonica on some songs too. Like, oh yeah, um, nice! I actually just yeah. started trying to learn how to play harmonica uh, for my Beatles really? cover band, and I can only do uh, "Love Me Do" and uh, "I Should Have Known Better." Those are the only two I've done so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I play I play "Love Me Do," and yeah, I, we actually, I really like the song too. I like the guitar; it's not that hard. And yeah, or what about you? Um, like overall, I just like the whole beat of the song. It's a really fun song to play, and mm-hmm. I really like just flying over it. Is this one that so. that y'all play? Is this in your set? Not yet. No, not no, yet. Yeah. No, no, no. We're we just started listening to it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And Evangeline, what, what Evangeline? I'm sorry. What do you think about it? Um, I like this song, and um, the beat is actually really similar to "Please Please Me." Hmm. It's pretty much like the same thing. So, yeah, I like it. Nice. What are you thinking, Julia? Um, As per usual, the harmonica is a no from me. <laughs> Oliver, so I have to tell you, Julia hates the harmonica, especially when it's like super loud in a song. She's just automatically like, uh, no, thank you. I don't like it. So- <laughs> I think it's the way that they recorded it. Like it just seems so like shrill to my ears i don't know what it is just something like about the, different, like, this, like, the static noise of the you know how like it's static when you breathe in really hard yeah it mm. is kind of like it's it's sort of like distorted a little bit like it's not like a smooth recording i don't know like it's really hard to describe um but i just don't like it <laughs> it's just not you're good entitled to not like yeah it. it's just, i'm not a fan um i think the when they do the oh oh like it's a little dramatic it doesn't it's not very beetle to me mm-hmm. um i feel like it's a little over the top and not very characteristic of what they normally do i don't know it just feels like a little over the top well it's also really early in the career for them. Yes. So you don't really have like knowledge of what they're going to do yet. Yeah, that's fair. And they haven't like settled into themselves yet. Like this, like you said, is very reminiscent of Buddy Holly. So it's, they're still pulling from their influences yeah. and being heavily influenced by other people as opposed to going out and creating, you know, expanding their own horizons. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I guess it's just like a little too influenced by other people for me. Sure. I will say I do like um, in the bridge section um, when the notes like descend, when he's like, thank you, girl, um, for loving me the way that you do. Like it goes down. I, I really like that part. I think it's like really interesting to my ear. Sorry for singing. I apologize to everyone. I am not a musician. Um, ignore that that just happened. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> but the part where the notes descend is just, it's really nice and really well done to me. Um, I really like that part about the song. Yeah. Yeah. I think, have y'all heard the uh, the live at the BBC version of this? 
No, no. we just listen to the recording version. Okay. If you get a chance, uh, the, the version from the Live at the BBC album, there's no harmonica, and they play it, like, a little bit faster, so it's got, like, more kind of, I don't want to say, like, punk energy to it, but, like, it's definitely, like, a, a faster, more aggressive rock song, and I think it really works better that way. <laughs> But I can also see how it's missing some kind of like catchiness of the harmonica. Like it definitely serves it's a not. purpose on the record. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely serving a purpose on the record that I think is lacking live, but it's made up for with the energy live. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, you know, the, thinking about, you know, doing the song and talking about it with, with y'all, um, it makes me think about when I was your age. And starting to like track down Beatles CDs for the first time um, and finding these kind of like new songs that like, you know, I would read a book and I would read how like, you know, songs were like the B side of a single, but I didn't know what a B side of a single was or why that single wasn't on a CD. Um, And finally, you know, not hearing this song until I was probably like 14 or 15. Uh, but it was cool because it was like it's they sounded younger than I think I was remembering because at that point I'd already heard the older stuff like uh, Let It Be and Abbey Road and the White Album and things um, where that kind of young energy isn't there. But then to go back to a song like this, I thought was really cool. Um, so it's always kind of kept it's always kind of maintained a fun little place for me in terms of where I like the stuff that I like. Um, you know, those early B-sides where they're just kind of, it's not their best song, but it's still fun and it's still a good song. Turns out they knew how to have fun. They knew how to write good songs <laughs> at a good age, which is at a young age, which is a good thing. So, so that said, y'all, um, are there any things that you dislike about the song? Um, right now... Right now, from what I've heard, no, not really. Me either. Yeah. It's a winner for all y'all. <laughs> I'm the only one. Ah. Makes sense. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> you know, what, what do you think? What do y'all think, you know, as you have been learning these songs, you know, what do you think makes Beatles songs so special compared to oh. other bands? I, if you go first. Uh, I think it's just like, that, I don't know, they had a really good taste in music and that it's just such a big band that uh, it's just such a big band like on on their past like songs that they could just see what people like and since it was such a big band that they'd hear that so many so many people would know it so like that's why it would be such a big hit. Yeah. It, to me it's like it's, it, the way they play music is different than everybody else. It sounds different it's not something that's normal that people like like old rock was like it, they did something new yeah I, I, that's but, that's cool that, that you mentioned that because i think one of the things that the beatles have going for them especially when they're first starting out is that they're they're figuring out what they want to sound like while having grown up listening to rock and to blues and to country and to like skiffle and to like older music from like the 1930s and like the forties and like their parents music. Um, so they had this kind of wide uh, availability of stuff that they knew. Um, you know, a lot of times, you know, when you hear like songs that they do later, like something like when I'm 64 is like something that Paul wrote, like, you know, thinking of like his aunts and his grandparents, like as the kind of thing that they would like. Um, and I think that lets them kind of play more with what they view a, a rock song to be, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And even when they were heavily influenced, they still managed to take that and put their own spin on it and make it so different that most of the time 
it was undeniably Beatles. Yeah. Which is pretty great. Sure. No, I totally agree with that. Yeah. So if you had to compare this song to every other Beatles song, to 223 different songs, where do you think this would fall in your list? Towards the top, towards the bottom, in the middle somewhere? Towards in the middle. Yeah. Sure. It's, it's not a song. It's different. Like early beat. This isn't like for like early Beatles. This isn't like they, what they would play. This sounds like more like an old Beatles song. It's like it's it's it, it used to be fast. It should have been like a faster song. Yeah. I would also rate it in the middle. I mean, I also don't really know like the song that well. So, I mean, it's like. I don't really know the song that well, but yeah, I would also. Rate I would, it I would also rate it in the middle too, because like both of them said, but then also because we've done a lot of other Beatles songs, and I really like all the ones we've done. Mm-hmm. So because we don't know this one as well, the one that I like, the ones I like the most are obviously the ones we've practiced. The most. Right, but for first listen, throwing in the middle ain't bad. That's pretty pretty good starting point. Yeah. Yeah. What do you hey, think? Where, where would you put it in the list? Um, I would put it a little bit lower. A little honestly. bit lower? Yeah, I think it's a little high. Like, I can't believe, like, Weight and Octopus's Garden are behind us. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. Like, it's a it's a fine middle song. Sure. Like, they have stuff that's not as good, but they have a lot that's way better. So, okay. I'm good with it okay. back here. Okay. Um, I, I want to ask you all also, as, as fellow... Beatle playing musicians, you know, what do you think are the most challenging parts, the most challenging things about playing Beatles songs? Um, most of the songs that we also we've ever played from the Beatles are sometimes it's just like like first when you first listen to it or first start playing it sound like for me personally, um, it's like that I feel like it never goes together, like but when I start playing it, it sounds like it never goes together with like the other instruments, but when I start playing it a lot. Yeah. It just to grow on me, and I and also like usually sometimes songs are really fast, or sometimes they're super slow, and like some of them are just a little like there can be sometimes boring or sometimes fun. Yeah. And then um, for me, it's mostly about I'd say maybe harmonizing or us like singing it at like the same time, just because when we're harmonizing. It just takes a little bit of time for us to like get used to it because sometimes it throws me off when he'll be singing like a higher part and then I have to sing a lower part and then I get confused because I feel like it just doesn't it sounds weird uh-huh. but it ends up coming together and sounds really good. Nia, she's not in here. Oliver, <laughs> <laughs> how about you? Uh, oh, wait, I, already- I also love that I saw you like making faces as uh, as Zoe was like. Sometimes it's hard when he's singing the high part and you're like, oh, God. <laughs> Lead singers. Uh. She does. It just throws me off because you're singing the high part and then I'm singing the low part. And yeah. then I'm like, I have to sing my part. Well, when I sing, when I harmonize, I just think of what I'm doing. So I think before I sing it, I sing, I think, am I going to do the high part or the low part? And then I, I remember that and then I do it. Like as I get well, also, Zoe doesn't. It's not that she gets. I feel like you don't get distracted, but she always worries about other people and like if they're going to mess up. So sometimes she like worries about the other person so much that she like loses track. Yeah. And I also get distracted really quick. So. <laughs> it's OK, because yeah. there have been times where I've played shows and been thinking like, what are we having for dinner tonight? <laughs> I hope it's pizza. Oh, sorry, I missed the I missed the chorus. Like, that definitely happens. Yeah, so Don't feel bad. That, I, that happens to me, but like when I'm swimming. One time when we were doing we were doing a show last year, and it came to the part where we had to introduce the band, and then we were saying I usually have to say most of ours except for Oliver's because he has a microphone. So one time I said that I was Evangeline, and I didn't even realize I just got so distracted. And then it was my part. I'm like, oh, and I'm Evangeline Lyons. And I'm the lead singer, and nobody, and then everybody is saying stuff, and I don't understand. And I'm like, oh, wait, I'm not a <laughs> It's hard being yeah, on stage and remembering all the things you have to say, yeah. and performing, and remembering lyrics, and to smile, and to do all of these things all at once. It's hard. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of work. It's a lot yeah. of work. Evangeline. When I play. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's just like usually sometimes when I play, it's like, sometimes I just get so into the song like when we're performing like last time when we were at the band show there was so much people 
but I just play that song and like I just I usually just fade off and think about something else but still play it like the song yeah yeah it's nice when you can know something so well that you can almost sort of like switch off your brain and it's like second nature and you just do it that's a good place to be I feel like Mm -hmm. yeah that's what we when we do she loves you means so we have just to remember like the first like word and then be remember like we always forget the third verse it's either the, it's yeah, either the second or, the or third verse. Yeah. And we just have, we have like a little note in front of us sometimes <laughs> that just says like the first two words and we'll automatically just start yeah, but then it. Also, sometimes it's like I'll remember the second verse and he'll remember the third verse and then that throws us off because then we think it just, yeah. Sometimes it's, it's a, or it's sometimes hard. we do it backwards and yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't feel bad because I forget lyrics all the time, especially with Beatles songs because there's so many. To play, you know, and you fit so many yeah. in a set. Like they're so short that in a forty-five minute set, how many songs do you play? Well, even I mean, because most of the we usually did like if we're doing like two hours or an hour and a half, that's mm-hmm. like twenty to thirty songs. That's a lot there. of songs and a lot of lyrics to a remember. A lot of words to remember. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a lot. And as the drummer, what's what's the hardest thing for you? You think? Um, because you got to hold it down the, for everybody. You're yeah. Like the um. Well, okay. No, not speed. Yeah. Okay. No. Okay. Well, like, if a song is really fast, my hand gets really tired, and then after, when I have to do a fill, after the fills that Ringo plays are normally fast. He doesn't really have slow fills, so they're really fast. So my hand gets really tired, and it's like sounds like I'm not even playing a fill <laughs> because I'm going like hand is like so tired and then i do a fill and then you like can't even hear it and then sometimes all of us kind of like all of us kind of depend like depend is that like yeah we we depend on evangeline because well like if if she which she doesn't you don't mess up that much at all but when she well like the sometimes when she does if she forgets something or the drumstick drops yeah everybody stops playing i stop singing because i listen to her to do it and then everybody just stops, and then <laughs> yeah, like when I mess up, everybody just like stops playing. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like the heart of the uh, of the band. Oh yeah, yeah. It sounds like it. There's a there's an old saying that a, a band is only as as good as its drummer. So if everybody's paying attention to you, then that's a good thing. Because when I first started <laughs> yeah. playing, I was a, so I started off playing drums, and I played drums in bands all throughout. Uh, high school and then a little bit into college, but then I switched to guitar full time. But I can remember plenty of shows where I'm sitting there playing and my stick would go flying out and I didn't bring another pair of sticks because <laughs> I just didn't think about it. And then you got to get up and go grab the drumstick real quick and you feel you're like, oh, God, everyone sees. Uh. <laughs> but now I play guitar and I don't even worry about that. So if I pop a string, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. I popped the string before. Oh, it we were happens. In the, one time we were just playing a song. It, was, it probably took me out. Mm-hmm. And I'm playing D, and my finger just, I feel like it just like explode, and my finger hurts. It just like, it like snapped my finger. <laughs> and it really hurt. Yeah, that's always yeah. the worst. Like, that happened to me at a, at a show recently. I was playing, and don't know why. String just popped, <laughs> hit me right in the finger, and like cut it open. That's all. That's fun. The joys of being a musician. Well, yeah. why don't let's do a few rapid fire questions. Is that cool? Yep. All right, cool. So uh, I'll ask the question uh, just off the top of your head and we'll do um, we'll do it in order of Zoe, Oliver, uh, Warren and Evangeline. So real quick. Ready? Yeah. Favorite Beatles song. Go. Oh. Um, <laughs> please, please me, I think. She, no, not, yeah, not she, no, I want to hold your hand. Like, out of the ones I played, the ones I know, like, um, I saw her standing there. Yeah, for me, it's probably also Please Please Me. Nice. Good choices. Good choices all around. Yeah. Well done. Uh, your least favorite Beatles song? Oh, um, probably Zoe's first. Yeah. Oh, I am? Okay. Um... I, I can't, I don't really have one. All Say so- one. Probably. No, it's not like a bad song. Cause I feel like, so, like sometimes it's like, cause we've played it for so long that sometimes like, I feel like Twist and Jack, cause it's really, it's a good song, 
but because we played it so much, sometimes it like it's kind of just gets kind of boring. Sure. Yeah. Mine is probably Love Me Do. I don't know. I like. I don't. It's too slow for me. Sure. I can feel you on that. Yeah, it's slow. Um, mine is definitely a twisted shot. Just like I only know like I know like a lot, but because we played a lot, I only know. But I only know like the song mainly the ones that we played. Mm-hmm. So yeah, only twist and shout because we just overplayed it so much. We used to play it like every single, single time. So it was yeah. our first song. Like yeah. we played today. We had a couple of people come over, and it was like our aunt. We always had it we as always our aunt. Yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, we stopped. Always. We we stopped playing it, and then we started playing it again. Like yeah. a little, like last practice. And for me, it's probably also twist and shout. <laughs> like. I, I think it's probably one of their most popular songs that people know. Like, if I asked one of my friends, like, what's a Beatles song, they would say, yeah. Twist and Shout. Well, but, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, we overplayed it a lot. Yeah. Like, we played yeah. it every single class. And at our and school, like, that's, that's like, oh, the no. song that everybody plays if it's a Beatles song. Yeah. So, it's, like, whenever, whenever you think about, like they said, whenever you think about the Beatles, the first thing someone will say that doesn't know it that well, will just say, oh, yeah, Twist and Shout. Cause or here comes the sun or yeah oh, yeah but that's here comes I like that here comes the sun. that's my dad's favorite song everybody yeah. knows here comes the sun from the B movie because oh, <laughs> of the B movie <laughs> that's no, awesome no no literally I've literally learned not my here dad comes the sun because of the B movie well, not my oh. my dad <laughs> my dad just loves the song so I don't much. think my dad watched the movie. <laughs> I was hoping you were gonna say my dad just loves the B movie so much <laughs> it's a huge B movie so fan. <laughs> Uh, I will tell you a, a good trick that we learned is that you can play twist and shout indefinitely. It doesn't have to end. You can just keep looping. Yeah. It. Oh, yeah. So if they're ever like, you got to play longer, the next band isn't here. You got to play for like 10 more minutes and you're out of songs to play. Just keep going on twist and shout. It never has to end. It's the perfect time yeah. waster. Little, <laughs> little, little. Little also, helpful tip. Also terrible because they're over it. They are completely right. over playing that song. <laughs> you can let hey, I mean, hey Jude can go on for twenty minutes too. So the way we end it, you go like dun 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 dun, yeah, like that. And every time we do that, we either me or Warren we're out of or like we're not timing isn't always 100 percent. so it's like dot 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 it's like always like out of order (laughs) (laughs) um do uh so next rapid fire question and i don't know you may not have one uh a favorite beatles album oh um i don't really i don't even know i don't really sure okay cool cool probably the one with the younger song or probably Probably the one, it's, um, there's one, what's the one with Day Trippers? Day Trippers actually one of my favorite songs, too. Um, that, that's going to be on, like, uh. The one for the background. The one, one where what? Oh, the the one it's, album? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the one the, album. The one album. Yeah. the one album. That's a pretty good album. That's like a greatest hits. Yeah. yeah. That's a pretty the good one. greatest hits. I'll take that. Yeah. Cool. Um, who's your favorite Beatle? And why? Uh, Warren. <laughs> Actually, no, sorry, you have to go first. Um, the only reason, I would say the singers, well, obviously, but then the only, stop, um, the only reason I'm going to say George, okay, is just because my dad likes Here Comes the Sun a lot, so whenever we're in the car, he'll probably play it a lot and so we listened to it i just really like the song in general that's the only reason really it's a beautiful song like there is absolutely nothing wrong with that song at all it's beautiful playing that yeah it's a good song for sure yeah oliver how about you uh probably john because that's who i play in the end and uh i play a lot of his parts actually i play a lot of his parts or George's part is so. probably more. Uh, it kind of yeah, probably more John's part. So I'm kind of a mix of lead and like rhythm, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. It's probably yeah, definitely Paul McCartney because you I know he's just a really good bassist and he's also a really good singer. And technically, like I just thought he had like no flaws when I used to start listening to him, like that he'd just be perfect at everything. Yeah. 
Mine's probably Ringo. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love it. We're covering um, all the bases. <laughs> yeah. Um, probably just because he's the drummer. Yeah. That's, a, that's my reason. That's a darn good reason. <laughs> yeah. And he's an amazing drummer. Yeah. Like one of the best. Yeah. For sure. If you have to really look up to a drummer, like you could do significantly worse than Ringo. <laughs> well, this has been a whole lot of fun, y'all. What is coming up next for the Sunset Four? Our next show is this Saturday, okay. actually. Saturday. We have it. And it's, it's called the North Beach Band Show. Band Miami, show. Miami, Miami Beach Youth Festival. Youth Music Festival. Yeah. Youth so the band, yeah. it's, yeah. Messed up. Yeah. South Beach. And, and we're, we're going to play Beatles songs there. We're gonna... Yeah. And we were, last year, we were going to do Beatles on the Beach in Delray. But then it got canceled. But it got canceled because of COVID. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, we might not. We might do it, but not, not do it this year. Yeah, but next, next year. year we're for sure gonna do yeah. it. Nice. The the Beatles Festival. Well, hopefully as uh, as things start to open back up, uh, as COVID gets under control, y'all can get out and start playing a whole bunch more shows. That would be super super cool. Yeah. And wowing the people of Miami Beach with your rock and roll, I love it. Um, and where can our Beatle listeners uh, find y'all on social media? And I know you're on uh, Instagram. YouTube. Uh, in Facebook, and it's the Sunset Four. The Sunset Four. F O U R. Yeah, F O U R, not a four. Yeah, yeah. The YouTube, the Instagram, and the Facebook are all the Sunset Four. Yeah, same way spelled in it. Awesome. Very, very cool. Well, thank you all so much for taking some time out of your evening. I know today's tonight's your rehearsal night, so thank you for uh, giving us some of that time uh, to uh, to be on Ranking the Beatles. Thank you for having us. A pleasure. That's <laughs> planned. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank Have you. a nice night. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks y'all. y'all. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. The sunset for everybody. How about that? Oh man, to be young and starting out again. So young. Oh my They're goodness. So sweet. It's funny, you know, like it's weird because like I remember finding this particular song like at a very like young age when I was just starting to learn to play guitar. And I'd known, you know, I mean, I was always, I was already into the Beatles, but I hadn't really started like trying to learn the songs yet. But this was one where it was like, well, there's only a few chords here. I could do this. And it was also a song that was like fresh because it wasn't like a readily like known hit mm-hmm. or anything like that. So it was, it's always like stuck with me. It's just like a kind of fun little outlier, you know, like those B-sides are kind of outliers and mm-hmm. that they're not the ones you always hear. Um, they're not the ones that we always play. Um, but I really do, I really do enjoy this song. You have a little sentimental attachment. I do, to this one. I do. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. And and it, it it makes me think of my early days as a young budding musician. Oh. Yeah. So sweet. Yeah. Well, very very cool. Well, kudos to them for going out and playing rock and roll music. Yeah. When they can. It's so cool. And hopefully we can like go visit some friends in Florida and see them someday. Yeah. That would be super fun. That I would, would love to like cool. pop up at their show and be like, hey, we're making the Beatles. And they'd be like, oh my gosh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are weird. Why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah. We could use a nice beach vacation Ooh. at some point. Yes, indeed. I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to traveling again. Yeah, we're close. Listeners. Julia got her COVID shot yesterday. Number one. Number one. And probably by the time this airs, I might have number two. Uh, this is why our Wi-Fi has been so good today. You <laughs> <laughs> got that wah, 5G wah. chip. Oh, dear. Yeah. So, all right, that's it. Friends, <laughs> what do you all think about this week's show? What do you think about our ranking? Uh, 176, thank you, girl. Is it too high? Is it too low? Too hot, too cold, or just right? Like baby bears, baby bears porridge. <laughs> Too hot. You're going to stick with that, huh? Too hot, too cold, or just right, like Baby Bear's porridge. <laughs> You're going to stick with that, huh? I am. I'm making it a thing. <laughs> Somebody used it this week on oh, Facebook. Really? Oh, yeah. They're like, it's just it like did. Baby Bear's porridge. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Was it Robin? I it was Robin. Robin. Yeah. Shout That's out to so Robin. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's been more like Facebook discussion lately. It's been picking up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's hot action over on the Twitters. Oh. Yeah. If you don't follow us on Twitter, 
A uh, very different commentary on Twitter than what's on Facebook Interesting. and Instagram. Interesting. Yeah. So if you have them both, tune in. I'm working on a new website. We're working on it. Official. Not we. Me. <laughs> she working on it. <laughs> I'm going to take credit for it because you do everything else. So I'm going to take credit for the website. <laughs> and you're doing a wonderful job with it. Thanks. Very happy. I very think it's proud pretty cute so far. I think so too. Um, doing websites is hard, y'all. <laughs> Apparently, there's like a whole industry. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Woof. <laughs> and uh, we're also toying with the idea of some ranking the Beatles merch. Mm. So if you have ideas of things that you would like or that might interest you, maybe shoot us a little message and let us know what you think, and we'll see if we can make that happen. I've got some ideas I'm tossing around, nothing official yet, but we'll see. So join in the conversation, though, friends. We would love to hear from you and love to know what you think of the songs and the rankings. And, uh, yeah, that's all we got for this week. I think uh, I think that's... <laughs> always just, like, ramble to I, wrap it yeah. up. <laughs> like, well, yeah. So um, I got to pick up some of these Post-it notes off my desk. But uh, yeah. uh, anyhow... You're going to have to cut that. <laughs> I'm leaving it. It's fine. Nobody listens to this anyway. They stop. I watched the analytics go down in the last two minutes every episode. It's fine. So, anyhow, that's all for this week. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed it. We've had a wonderful time. Be sure to follow us on Facebook at Ranking the Beatles, on Instagram at Ranking the Beatles, and on Twitter at Ranking Beatles. Yep. No the. That's how it works. Um, and soon, everything will be at RankingTheBeatles.com, so we'll let you know. But we'll be back next week with a brand new show. So we'll see you then. Have a great week. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Julia. This has been Ranking the Beatles. Adios. Bye, y'all.